0: Hello again, and welcome to the master's voice. I am celestial and you are welcome to this channel to old and new subscribers alike. You are very welcome. The prophecy today will pick up slightly from the last message that was done. I'm talking about the presence of non-human entities that live among us here on earth. The Lord has covered very many types of non-human entities. I took about six months. During what I call the supernatural series, the supernatural series was looking at the entry of fallen angels into the earth, what really happened in the book of Genesis, chapter 6, and what was the aftermath of that. I've also examined Daniel chapter 2 and verse 43, which says that they will mingle, they will think to mingle themselves with the seed of men, and covered other entities such as aliens. I've even clarified in the Supernatural series that a lot of people think that aliens are automatically demons, but that's just because us in church, we think that everything we don't understand is a demon. So a demon is a demon, a spirit is a demon, um, a principality, even a clone. We just think that everything is, is a demon, but that's not the case. Demons are demons and there are many different levels and schedules of creatures. And one of them is what I will be taking a look at. God has spoken about these things before. The Lord has said that these creatures do exist, that they even exist in hierarchies, meaning that they go from a very low level one to a mid-level one to a high level one. So I spoke about these things in the Supernatural series in 2021. I think that was from the middle of the year, 2021, all the way up to the end of the year and even a little bit into 2022. So there are lots of videos covering the different types of creatures, but the Lord has been laying it on my heart the last few days that there was this one prophecy that I thought not to cover because like I said, a year and a half ago, I did a very extensive look at many prophecies that God kept giving me back to back to back. Why was he giving me these prophecies? Because God knows that his people, as he said to Jeremiah, live in the midst of deceit. To live in the midst of deceit means that you live in a world where you have an understanding and you think that the things you know are truth. You think that the things have been told to you are truth. So you build your worldview off of things that you think are true because you've been told that they are true. But then God who loves his people, God dwells in real truth. So when you live in a perceived truth, meaning that things are not actually true, but you perceive them that way, either because you choose to or because you've been conditioned and told to, it's very difficult for you to have a reality between you and God that can be shared because God lives in the real world and you live in a world of assumptions, presumption. And lies and so God loving his people and knowing that the end of all things is drawing near God wants us to be people that don't have blinders on people that are not deceived people who are walking in the truth so a lot of people will say well what's the point of these prophecies I don't see this and that in the Bible but what is happening is that God is intent before he comes to finish all things the Lord is intent on drawing his people out of the muck out of the mud and out of the darkness, so that they can put on many things, sanctification, holiness, truth, truth being essential to being able to walk in the light with God. As 1 John chapter 1 says, it says that if we are walking in the darkness and God is walking in the light, then we are liars and we cannot have fellowship with him. This is because the only time that God will enter into the darkness is not to join you in the deception, but to draw you and pull you out into truth. And this process, many people resist it because it requires you to die to what you think you know. It requires you to die to that world that you're not even aware how much you love that world because it reflects a kind of superiority. When you think you know everything about the world that you're living in and then God says, come and walk in the cool of this garden with me, a lot of people find it difficult because they do not want to disrobe. They don't want to strip down from what they know to come and fellowship with God in what. He knows to be true. And so a lot of people will move up to a certain level. But as soon as it starts to go into whatever they call fringe or strange or this term that has been used and abused in the United States so much, conspiracy, then people wanting to protect themselves, they want to protect their minds, they also greatly want to protect what other people think of them. will say, no, I can't follow God. But I'm here to encourage true Christians, you're holding on to nothing if you can't let go of that nothing and move into the truth with the Lord. The Lord is in the depths. He is in the very, very depths. He is so great that his head is above the sky and his feet are to the very, very lowest. And he knows all things. And he is attempting to bring the knowledge of those all things to you as his children so that you can understand what is true. Even if people feel, well, what does this do for the church? It brings the church out of darkness and deception. Even if people feel, well, it's superfluous knowledge. I don't need to know this to be saved. You need to know this to be in the truth. He doesn't want us to have a partial understanding or a partial light. He wants us to have the whole truth. He wants us to know even as he knows, because if you don't know what the enemy is weaponizing against you out there, it will be very easy to deceive you. And once you listen to this prophecy about synthetics, about the high value clones that some of you are undoubtedly married to out there, you might come to understand that ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance is actually ignorance, and ignorance is also danger. This is what we'll be talking about today I'm sure you can see that. That is the picture of a total synthetic plastic robot man. The kind of being that the Lord says has been created for many, many decades. And they've simply perfected the technology. They've simply kept taking it back to the drawing board when it would break down, when it would catch fire, when it would have a malfunction. So many stories in America are simply the covering up of the breakdown of these things. These things, God says, are flooding, not the market, like these little Zumba robots that suck up the popcorn and the pieces of paper and the sand that your kids bring in from the beach. These things are not flooding the market. They're flooding another market, the market of male and female relationships, the market of marriage, the market of human reproduction and offspring being born on this earth and so the title of this prophecy is synthetics april 23rd 2022 is when i had this dream april 23rd 2022 and there are two banner scriptures the first one is this then god said let us make man in our image after our likeness genesis chapter 1 and verse 26 the second one is this Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living creature. Genesis 2 and verse 7. So these are just two scriptures that the Lord highlighted after I had this dream, when I was writing this dream down. And what God is showing here is that the process of creation, science may try to make it into a... I guess, a scientific process. So the nature of human beings is God has put it in us to want to know what we are. God has put it in us to want to know where we've come from. The issue is that because we exist in a fallen state, the people who attempt to study this stuff and the people who attempt to explain it to the rest of us so-called unlearned masses are working from a standpoint of unbelief. They're working from a standpoint where They disbelieve everything that the creator actually says about his process. The creator hasn't said that we are random atoms that climbed out of a primordial soup. The creator hasn't said that there was an explosion of light, and then there was sludge, and then there was slime, and then lower single-celled organisms began to develop and magically form themselves into the beauty and diversity of flora, fauna, and geography that we see today. What the creator has said is that he made a man and he placed the man in a garden. And before he made that man and placed the man in the garden and later gave him a wife to be a fit companion for him, he created a world, a type of holding space for that man. Everything about the creation of the world and the animals, And then man was careful and deliberate because when there is a creator, all the artists know this, all the authors know this, even people who work in offices on a project that they would call their baby know this. The act of creation is intensely personal, but it is also intensely intentional. Even architects will tell you, when I was building this house for my client, or when I was designing this house for my wife, I poured something of myself into it. I put my heart and soul into it. It took a lot of man hours. I wanted every single detail to be perfect. So human beings can accept that they in their limited, in their human, in their fallible, which means able to make mistakes, human beings can accept that they with all their flaws and all their limitations and not being able to foresee that perhaps if you build in this location an earthquake is coming five years later to destroy the thing that you built we can accept of ourselves that we are intentional we can accept of ourselves that we are creative we can accept of ourselves that we are capable of design but then at the higher level because of blindness and because of pride Many, many millions of us struggle with the idea of a higher, intentional, creative God of design, a God who doesn't make mistakes, a God who fully knew when he made a male and shaped him and placed him in the garden to tend it, what a man was. And then when he brought him a woman, she was a complement to him, the right and matching fit. So God knew his design from the beginning and he had an intent for it and he gave expression to it. And this is something that Satan understands better than a lot of people. A lot of people don't understand the gift And the blessing that humanity is and this is why they mark up their humanity this is why they sell their humanity to the highest bidder this is why they are loose with their sexuality because they don't understand the value of what they have been given why because they were simply born They simply found themselves existing one day consciousness came to into their minds at a certain age they were told this is your name this is who you are and then they began to live and develop skills and they didn't have to work for it is what i'm saying we don't work for the humanity we are gifted it but because most people are not taught god's perspective the biblical world view They don't have a value for what they have. And so this is why they're out there in the great unknown saying that they can't wait for aliens to come so that they can meet them, so that they can learn from them because they have not been taught what is pure and what is holy and what is deadly and what is foul and unholy. So holy, even if a person is not saved, because God has made this thing, there is intrinsic value in man. But man himself, to a large degree, does not know this and does not understand this. And so in his interest, he wants to equally know about how the stock market works. And he also wants to know when the fallen angels are coming back because he feels that there is so much to be gleaned and gained from holy mixing with unholy from what God made, which is God's creation, mixing with what Satan made, which is Satan's creation. This is why people are puzzled about hybrids This is why people will want to know more about hybrids. This is why the government will take millions by the hand and lead them on a journey of understanding that hybrids are pretty much like us. That is a lie. That hybrids are wanting the same things out of life like we do. That is a lie. And so the the devil and the government will be the nursemaid for many curious types and lead them into the final understanding that there is no difference between what God made and what the devil made, they're all the same, we're all one, we're all kindred, and many people will make that journey into finding those who want to be apart, narrow-minded, close-minded, wicked, not welcoming, they will make the journey to travel from the garden where God wants oneness with them, into the pit where Satan will be offering oneness with him. Design is intentional creation is intentional. It is an act of love. It is also an expression of God's own giftedness. We are the living expression of the father's giftedness. And this is why it says in Genesis 1:26, that God didn't say, let us make a thing and try it out. He said, let us make man and let it be in our image in our likeness. Satan will not rest until he can turn the faces that look like Christ into the faces that look like his. And this is because Satan used to be a resident in the heights. He used to be a resident in God's place. Satan's own face used to reflect back a form of the Father's glory. But now that face is twisted and marred and he will not rest until he can get all the faces into something that he knows God will never accept. Never forget that when you play with, when you hack, or when you trade your humanity, you will never, ever be accepted back into the presence of the Lord. That is a final trade that you can never reverse. So make sure in the age of transhumanism that is already upon us, in the age of enhanced humanity, the new man, the next step, Better, faster, longevity, no growing old. Make sure that when all those ads are popping up on your screen and playing on your new AI enhanced wall in the smart homes that they will be giving everyone by force, make sure that the day you cross that line, that is a line, that the second you cross it, you won't even see the line again to go back. It will immediately get erased. It will immediately get erased and you will never be able to find your way back to God. God made man from dust. He breathed into his nostril and gave him life. And so man became a living creature or a living being. So here's the dream that I had about the synthetics. And at that time, God was showing me so many dreams about these undead creatures. And when I say undead creatures, I'm speaking about the entire gamut. I'm talking about clones. I'm talking about these synthetics. I'm talking about um, the Chimeras. I'm talking about the hybrids. You can go and watch the Supernatural series. That's about 30 videos all told. You can also listen to the podcasts, and you will come out with at least the central theme, which is that there are many who are not us living among us. And God was always making sure that I would understand, even in the teaching he gave me after the dreams, that these things are not a potential. They are here we are only waiting for the greater mass of them to show themselves. The last ones to get here, the ones that will be coming down from the sky with grandeur, showing themselves as beings of light. These are the fallen angels. Whenever you think of the fallen angels, just think of someone coming in at the very end, the main artist, in a sense, the grand finale. But in terms of the ones that are called aliens, they are not demons. They are a form of hybrid. They are spiritual creatures. They are real. They have bodies. Demons don't have bodies. Demons are spirit entities. So that's how you know you are loud and wrong when you keep insisting that they are not aliens. Why don't you just call them by their real name? They're demons. They're not demons. Aliens don't get into your body and possess you. Aliens don't enter into your body and start making you growl and bark, as I've seen demonized people do. Demons are spirit entities, leftovers of the Nephilim who used to rule and roam the earth. God put a curse, a terrible judgment upon the very early Nephilim, and they went into wars, they went into chaos, they went into madness, and they began to fight among themselves And in that way, they wiped out their numbers. But the curse upon them was this, that because they had human mothers and their fathers were angels, they could not leave the earth. There was nowhere for those spirits to go. That is what the demons are. The early Nephilim spirits. And they are old, 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 ancient. Even aliens are younger than they For they are just a form of hybrid among the many things that satan has been toying with and making and when i say younger i don't mean that they're 100 or 200 years old because even aliens have been charted in very very old civilizations but demons are biblical meaning that they were there when jesus was there so these differences though small are important they will help you to understand an alien will not enter your body but a demon surely will. There's people walking around with demons in them right now. They're all over New York City. Their numbers are increasing massively, exactly as I prophesied two years ago when I said that this contingent of people, the unhoused who have demons in them now, will grow exponentially as we get closer and closer into the time when spiritual activity will be hyped up, ramped up, When portals will be opened and things like that, you can even see the differences in the demonized people. Just understand these things. It's necessary for the church to understand these things because of all the people that I have seen and encountered in my life, there's no people quite as naked as the church. There's no people quite as uninformed as the church of Jesus Christ. The church of Jesus Christ with the Bible where demons are spoken about are the first people to tell you that because Jesus died on the cross, there are no more demons anymore. Even though Jesus was alive and getting rid of the demons all through his ministry, Jesus can tell us that the poor will always be with us. But someone knows of the secret verse that says, but the demons, once I die on the cross, they shall cease to be. These creatures are here and they are fully intent All of them, the entire pantheon of them, fallen angels, demons, Nephilim, giants, mermaids, all of them, they are intent that they will not give up this earth without a fight. If you didn't know that and you are practicing Kool-Aid Christianity, it is going to get so, so, so hard for you once these battles come to the forefront. Because once the times really get going As I said, you can see the demonic manifestations now. The Lord told me to tell you, I will tell you. Sitting on the train two days ago, just two days ago, going into the city, after a while, a very obviously demonized man got on the train. Clearly demonized. The cackling, the hunched over posture, speaking to himself speaking things that at times make no sense and then at times are so scarily accurate in truth that i know it is not the knowledge of this man speaking it is another intelligence speaking in him everyone in the train is visibly uncomfortable i'm looking at the people and the man is right here off to my right hand side by the train doors delivering a monologue and then all of a sudden the other type of demonized person that many of you can't see ordinary a married man a ring on his hand nicely dressed begins to twitch and manifest why because the same thing in that man that nobody in his life can see is being triggered by the one in this man that everyone can see and I said Lord look at the confusion and look how we are surrounded Everyone looking at the man cackling and bent over and acting like Harry Potter witch. Me seeing the other man, who was perfectly normal before, beginning to twitch. And then he's embarrassed by the twitching because to him, he doesn't know why he is suddenly twitching. But I know because brothers have seen each other and the one here is now triggering that one to start acting out. That kind is the kind that most people are married to that type of demonized man, that type of demonized woman, that type of psychotic teacher that has the rainbow hair standing in front of your children and saying, I'm Miss Maple. Let a Christian mother come to that school and start having a conversation with Miss Maple. That is when the screaming, the shrieking, and the schizophrenia and everything else that these embedded demons, not aliens, do God wants his church not to be surrounded. God wants his church not to be asleep. God wants his church not to be fooled. God wants his church not to be complacent. But his church is so busy arguing semantics that they're not well instructed in because they have come up in a time and they have come up in a culture where even the pastors don't understand about what mermaids are doing to the fathers. The pastors themselves are bound up with sexual immorality. The pastors themselves are masturbating and then saying, well, it's a man's struggle because the pastor doesn't understand that he has a siren for a wife because that habit never left him even when he went to seminary. He thought that loving God could suppress the slash in his spiritual armor. Masturbating creates a slash in your spiritual armor. It does. And just like when we get slashed in real life, Your lymphocytes and your blood will try to clot, but if you don't actually get a tourniquet on there, if you don't actually get some alcohol on there, if you don't get some medical attention, if you don't get the Holy Spirit, if you don't get some repentance on there quick, that thing festers and it rots. And then you get gangrene in that cut. And then you become Pastor Dobbs. And you become Pastor Jenkins. with a cut and an iniquity tolerated long enough always becomes monitored and mastered by a demon the little ones will come the little demons will come to enforce that cut to make sure that it doesn't heal the guilt the shame why am i doing this and then deception a bigger demon will come why do you feel bad it's a man's struggle We all go through it it's a woman's needs god understands it's a young person's release i'm not sleeping with anyone i'm still a virgin that's lies those are the demons that are a lying tongue they join in now we're going to jesus's words in matthew aren't we that when the house is dirty that's because a demon is living in there and demons like company so they will start bringing in one after another after another after another usually demons stronger than themselves many people who watch this channel are still walking in sin and none of you have never seen an alien but you are homes for demons And all it takes sometimes is just one answer for me and your spirits get provoked and it comes out in the comments. And I'm like, wow, Lord, she has an entire family walking with her mom, dad, and kids. And iniquity hinders a spiritual warrior. It's a cut. It makes you limp. And these things, they can smell you in the spirit. Demons are almost like dogs. They're almost like wolves. They're like hyenas. They track people. They hunt you. They look for the weak. It's a little low self-esteem. It's a little getting yelled at at your job. And the next thing is, why don't you kill yourself? That small thought, just a little seed in the mind. Just a little, a few seeds. And if you don't grab it and choke it, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Before he formed me in my mother's womb, he knew me. I'm God's own child. I'm his own. I call him Abba, Father. My spirit witnesses that I belong to him. If you don't actually now have the sword of the spirit to get into the farm of your soul, the farm of your spirit, and begin cutting and hacking and weeding, then before you know it, you're struggling with destructive thoughts. You're struggling with thoughts that keep insisting to you that you shouldn't be here. You're struggling with thoughts that perhaps there's more glamour in that Bible verse, that Bible verse that says, you know, it's better to be absent with the Lord than present in the body. Lies. Those extra thoughts in your head are not yours. They are the thoughts of your passengers, your visitors, the friends that you don't know you have. The friends that that man in the train didn't know he had. But I looked at him. I looked at his twitching. He would twitch and then he would be upset that he had twitched. Why? Because the demon would twitch and then the man would think, why am I twitching? And would attempt to stop it. By the time he got off the train, he was in full manifestation mode. And I knew it was triggered by the entry of another spirit. We are part and parcel with a second world. And this is our world and this is theirs in the same plane, under the same dome. And this little area between my hands is the only thing separating our worlds. And they are working very hard on making sure that they become melded, that there's no separation at all, that they mingle themselves with the seed of men. But the problem is, do the seed of men know that they are at risk? Do the seed of men know that they are exposed? If the seed of men don't even know what a demon is, then I would say that I've still got work to do. And so, this earth is full of creatures, and many of them have mastered the art of looking like we do. Whatever we term to be humanity, eyes, a mouth, two ears, hair, upright carriage, two feet, then they've already fixed it And that means that if we do not know that the surface look is not enough to determine what humanity is, then we are at risk of misunderstanding what the Bible teaches, that there has been ancient mingling and it has continued. No one should think that Satan ever took a commercial break. Satan never takes breaks because Satan is a spirit that has a body So Satan himself is not a demon. Satan is a fallen one, an angel, and we know his class because the Bible also calls him dragon. And so, we should not be at risk of misunderstanding or denying what Daniel chapter 2 and 43 says. Daniel prophesied that Satan would try to mingle in the last days, and God was in this time and is still Bringing it to mind now and then, that the devil is already here and mingling. They are innumerable thousands of thousands. Thousands of thousands means one million. Tens of thousands and tens of thousands, as you see it written in the Bible, means at least a hundred million. So when you're reading the Bible and it says, and ten thousand times ten thousand, don't think it's small numbers. It's a hundred million that the scripture is speaking about. Millions and hundreds of millions are here, and they're being added more every day. So there's a lot of pregnancies, yes. The United Nations little pregnancy clock, population clock, always ticking upward, and yet I've shared here since at least 2021 that not everybody that clock is marking is a human being. Not everything down here is human, and it has been that way since the days of Noah. And now you see why Jesus made reference to the days of Noah. They come from engineered stock. Engineered means carefully built, just like God's world was carefully built. And the Lord has said that the engineering of these creatures, this is the synthetics, the clones, has gotten so good that without the Lord giving us spiritual discernment, this is not looking with your eyes and saying, I'm going to catch him if he's bug-eyed. I'm going to see if his eyes close this way instead of this way. Without God's eyes of spiritual discernment and without his protection to keep us separated from inter- interacting unknowingly with these beings, God has made it clear that we as people can never know who synthetics are. So I've received mail and I've, I know that there are many people, that every time I make one of these videos, then people are like, you know, my husband is very argumentative and he doesn't like to go to church. I think he's one of them. No, he just he's just a guy with perhaps bad manners. It, it's not that simple. The the level of Satan's deception is not something you're going to catch with your eye. In fact, the only time, I put it to you very politely but truthfully, that the only time we're actually going to start to get glimpses of this world is when this protective veil of the Spirit stops restraining to the level that he has been restraining. When the Lord gets tired with the sin of of this generation, when he gets tired of all of it, And don't think it's just the trance. Don't think it's just the fact that children are being subject to surgeries. Don't think it's the big things. That's what we think. Oh no, it's the insufferable things. It must be the human trafficking. It's all of it. It's about the fact that people just lie. People lie for fun. They lie for malice. It's all the sexual immorality. The Lord saying what a stink it is in his nostril. I have the prophecy written down. Just a matter of time to bring it out. The amount of people fornicating the amount of people standing half naked on the internet saying that oh no i'm advertising this bra i'm advertising my weight loss these things burn a hole in the heart of the lord how immoral the world is you're a young woman you want to show that you've lost weight and so you are standing in nothing and next to nothing on a social media app to show the girlies you know how far you've come i just want to politely remind you These apps are largely owned by China. Even when they look American, they're actually Chinese, hidden in about 50 shelf companies to hide the paper trail. So you should smile for your close-up in your bra and panties because your Chinese husbands are looking at all your naked applications on that TikTok app. You need to know this. Responsibility is key in this thing. You need to know that when you are standing on these apps with no clothes, that there are millions of hands that are just going, I like that one, I like that one. To get these apps, you put in a lot of personal information. You shop on these apps. They have your address. Keep standing there naked, female of the modern age that lacks wisdom. Smile for your close-up because your overseas husbands are coming. And so, of engineered stock, and the engineering so good that they can blend seamlessly with us, and without the Lord's eyes of discernment and even his protection, we will never know who is who among us. Please understand that these are all the teachings that the Lord gave me that go along with his dream that I had. They're living among us, people who are not people, talking to us, pretending to care when we share human problems. They respond, Oh, I'm so sorry that happened. Your wife has what? I'm so sorry to hear that. They don't even understand what sorrow is. They don't have feelings. These are the lower level ones. They operate on programming. They repeat words like, I feel bad for you. And they don't have feelings. So they don't actually know what they're saying. The higher level ones are even more dangerous because they can be top class narcissists. They know what we feel. They're engineered from flesh, blood, and bone. But they don't care. This is the mercy and the beauty of being human. Your tears flow from an understanding of actual pain. They don't have that. There's nothing in there. Your tears stem from the beauty of having a soul. Something without a soul is merely leaking water the way the synthetic in this dream would sweat. He would sweat scentless sweat. It's like mimicry without the root of understanding what they mimic. They laugh without understanding joy. They cry without understanding sorrow or pain. They are merely repeating like programming, and it doesn't matter how good the programming is, it just means that the higher level ones, the really, really well-made ones, are very much master deceivers. Imagine a man who cheats on you, and you are angry, and in your anger you express pain, and then he also breaks down and says, I know how much I've hurt you. And he tells you everything And in your pain, you're crying and he wraps his arms around you and then over your head. The face is like stone. The tears are wet on the cheeks. The eyes dead. Nothing. Imagine that. This is what God is talking about. So the next time you wonder what is the point of these prophecies, you might as well say, what is the value of my life? Because God is fighting hard for some of you out there, but you won't even fight for yourself. How strange. And so, God was saying that in this world, what it means to be human is to be concerned about your weight, to worry about your kids, to want the best for your spouse, to work on your marriage, to pay attention to your work situation, to be stressed out about your lack of having a work situation. The social awkwardness when we meet new people, and even the loneliness when we feel when we don't have friends. He says all these difficult struggles and joys mingle together to create an experience called what it means to be human. But humans need to be aware that there are things among us pretending to share our experience. And because of Satan's wickedness and cunning and his relentless plan to breed us out of our own home, God wants me and you not to forget that we are not alone. And so God was showing me that synthetics exist in the rural areas. What a shock this was to me, because all of them that I see, uh, when the Lord showed me them being made in the factory, I saw them coming out in, you know, normal housewife clothes. I saw them coming out in student clothes. I saw them coming out in a lot of business suits. There are a lot of people in the business world who are just, Software, programming, blinking, drinking, talking, and they are not alive. They are not people. But to see these things, to see one of them out in, you know, the hazy blue mountains of Montana, riding a horse with this trusty dog next to him. I was looking at this tableau in the dream and I was thinking, what? It's possible, farming community, for old Zeke that you always say, guy never gets old. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Zeke is not made of flesh. He's made of plastic wires and software. And so at six o'clock on, what date is this? April the 23rd, 2022, I saw a door open in the sky and a hand with a robe held out a magazine from the sky And this perspective was so vast that I was down on the earth, sleeping, and then I saw into the sky far, far, far to where it starts to look like what they always show us is outer space. It was black with the swirling galaxies, like very, very far away. I saw a door open there, and a hand came out and held out a magazine. Hand put the magazine, I guess, in the sky, on the sky, and then pulled back and shut that door up there. And then the magazine began to come down, 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 closer and closer. It was drawing to me. And as it got closer and closer, what I saw was an unbelievable tangle of human flesh all over the, color, over the cover of the magazine. So just think of all the colors that we are, from the very lightest to the very darkest. It was just a mass tangle of flesh, On the cover and yet i saw that none of it was human beings it was ordinary people from all walks of life tangled together just like almost like mannequins tangled together in every shade and not a single person was human and then the magazine finally came to a rest right in front of me and i saw that what i thought was correct nobody on it was real everybody on it was what the lord calls a synthetic please listen A synthetic is a being that is made in a factory or a laboratory, a lab, out of computer hardware and software, i.e. it's made of computer chips and a downloaded software package, exactly like you find on laptops. So we get laptops and they have a basic program on its Windows or its iOS and it comes with little apps, it comes with the apps. But then the longer you own your laptop or the longer you own your phone, you can then customize it. So you can get rid of some of the apps that are on your phone that you don't want and you can, get, you can add more on the phone according to your preference. But the original life of a synthetic, depending on how it is made, they start with basic programming and software. So some synthetics are made out of what God called a stew. And that stew is human blood, electrolytes, the same things that we use to hydrate and also, goodness me, I forgot the third thing. It's in one of the other prophecies. It's blood, it's electrolytes, and it is a stew of something else. And they grow, the cells grow in that soup until they form parts and form the person in that. And that those ones come out soft. They come out as I would almost call them self warming, meaning that when it's cold, their skin gets clammy and bumpy, just like ours with cold bumps. And then when it's warm, they're warm to the touch, just like we are. They have blood singing in their veins. They are uncannily like us. And that's because they're grown from us. They're grown from stem cells. Stem cells is the third thing. It is blood electrolytes and human stem cells. There we go. Thank you, Lord. And so these other ones then the other ones are made um in a factory so they can be made of plastic they can be made of plasticine they usually have a metal skeleton inside but that's the life of the synthetic no matter how it starts it is given onboarded memories And it's also given a vast dictionary of experiences and information that will then tell them how to be human and will tell them this is the range of human activity. So this is what being human is like. This is what humans do when something is funny, then they laugh and then the, the clone or the synthetic will have onboarded experiences of what is funny. And if you can understand this, then you understand why the makers of AI make it available to all of you that play with it. All of you that chat with chat GPT and chat TOT and whatever they are, you are actually being learned by that software because in order to make the software truly intelligent, it has to learn from us. The only thing of real intelligence that are walking around. The dogs don't talk. You can always say, My dog's smart, but your dog will never drive a car. Your dog doesn't have intelligence as we define it. And so, in order for this undead thing, AI, to have a real appearing intelligence, it learns from God. And isn't that Lucifer all over? Cannot create anything, can only steal, can only twist, can only pervert, can only mimic. He can never actually make. Even the power that he uses for his evil is devolved power. The power that the devil has is the power that God gave him. He is the originator of nothing. So Satanism will always be a base religion because it's based on, I guess you might call, stolen valor. And so the life that they are given actually is coming from understanding what it means to be human and how to process human activity. And then that life will either be put into a real flesh body that is grown from human DNA, as I just explained, or it will be put into different types of plasticine mixed with a range of flesh materials. I can't really describe these flesh materials for you, but if you remember in a recent prophecy, I was talking about the glass woman that God showed me I think it 's in in the same month of december twenty twenty three the woman made from glass that went to see the man that then was showing her the paint cans of acrylic paint and she had suffered something that had scarred up her face and this is not hard glass this is not the type of glass that 's shattered it 's the type of glass that is small and you can um, that is soft almost like glass when it 's in the blowing state how it 's malleable and you can move it. She had suffered some real serious damage to the face. I don't know what happened to this lady's face. But what the guy did was that he peeled off all her old paints and he gave her a brand new job that came all the way up to just above her chest area, repainted her with the paint that matched her body paint and then sent her on her way. So the glass underneath wasn't damaged. It was the woman's paint job that was damaged. And so they have a different range of flesh that they can use. And God was just putting the knowledge in me that synthetic flesh can feel nice and firm and warm and pliable, just like human flesh, or it can feel a bit hard and weird if it's made of cheaper materials, or it can feel extremely creepy and cold and clammy if it's made from the cheapest materials. So then what the Lord then showed me is that the creation of hybrids, sorry, um, the creation of synthetics is based solely on their use and purpose. So just as a store might make premium phones and then what they call mid-range phones and then the entry-level phones that people usually buy for their kids, in the same way, synthetics are made on a tiered system. So the kind of synthetics that are, are, are not going to interact with people too much are made from... um a low value type of material. You're not going to waste so much money on something that you're going to either keep in the factory. So a lot of them work in the factories where they are made and they are just factory workers. You might even call them drones. They are made for service and so they don't have to be. People focus more on sturdiness of that type of synthetic and not so much aesthetic meaning that they will not make them stunning if you're only going to be in the warehouse if you're going to be a truck driver that usually doesn't get much interaction working for that synthetic company not like a normal truck driver out there a normal human you know so it's a cost value thing You're not going to waste money on something that doesn't go out in the field a lot to interact with real people. So if the synthetic is working at the factory or it's going to stay close to where everyone knows what it is, everyone will know that it's a synthetic, then they don't make it with top grade materials. They will not give it the self-warming human skin. They will not give it the top range emotions. They're not even going to give it the top range software and awareness in there because it's just a human version of these little round Roomba robots that sweep up the popcorn. Why waste a lot of money? The Lord was showing me and putting in my heart that this type of robot is easily taken advantage of. And yes, real humans who work in that place often forcibly sleep with these female dolls. And he was showing me that to these men, they don't care that this thing is living. To them, it's a far better upgrade than these blow-up inflatable sex lifestyle dolls that people order and have it shipped to their home in a box. These men feel that they've hit the jackpot because if a man is willing to buy himself a blow-up plastic thing and pretend with it that it's a woman, then how lucky are these men to have access to something that can move and talk and is better than these ones that come in the box. So yes, the Lord showed me that they do sexually take advantage of the female ones of this low grade one that I'm talking about. And they also use them for menial tasks. They use them to be workers. They use them to be helpers and of that kind of level. And so Um, The better quality synthetics get to go outside and live on their own. So in one of these prophecies, I will link it at the bottom. The name escapes me now. Just a moment, please. Yes. In this prophecy that is called Aliens, Humanoids, and Serpent People, that's from July 2021. What the Lord showed me was I saw a factory and I saw that these things are made and they sit there. So they're made and they sit there like a kind of naked doll. And I saw a big tube, a big tube coming out of their mouth. And I saw other many tubes attached to their head. And then there were many, many of them attached to one pod. So there'll be a large white pod. It almost looks like a very large fluorescent light on the ceiling with many wires coming down to many dolls. And all of them had this big big tube in their mouth and they would just be sitting there blank and staring and then when you're ready to use a doll what god showed me is you will go and get that doll and disconnect the tube the tube and the things on its head is somehow keeping it alive from that white pod on the ceiling So that thing up there keeps them alive and sustained, but they're not really living. Then they will get a doll and then they will load software on the doll. They will load language on the doll. They will load expression. And (laughs) that's really funny, Bill. They will load life on the doll, life in serious quotation marks. And then... The doll is given time to adjust. So the doll is given time to practice being human right at that place. And then when the doll is believable and they feel that this doll can live on its own, then this doll is sent out into the real world. It has a home. It has a job and everything. And they trust that the, jo- that the doll, through daily interaction with human beings, because it is a type of learning intelligence, just like the AI that doesn't have a body, they trust that eventually this doll will become somebody's best friend, somebody's loved, love interest, something like that. So they get to go outside and they live on their own. It's a mix of machine and man that looks perfectly human and feels so too. They're human-like in their actions, their appearance, and their responses, and it, ex- it is extremely hard to tell just by looking what they are however this mid-range type many of them have skeletons that are made of some very shiny metal this metal is so shiny that it almost looks sparkly meaning that even inside their body it looks like it catches the light very strong this metal i said it could be titanium but it could just as easily be some metal that we've never heard of before they are given the good flesh responsive flesh meaning that it will have a dent meaning that it will burn and they will say ow and things like that they come in all shapes sizes and skin tones this level looks like every man okay so we'll just call this level of synthetic every man the lord says that they look like everybody and they are created to blend and i said in one of the older prophecies that people who are outside the united states please don't walk around and think that these things are not there with you because god has even showed me that these things are in the village they are in the village cooking on the fire and and being somebody's grandmother they are everywhere all over the world no exceptions into every society every people group every nationality every skin tone everywhere means everywhere the last type of synthetic is of the highest quality it is a top tier synthetic and another name for that type of synthetic that most people recognize is clones These are made directly from a real person's genetic matter, DNA, and that combination has been discussed in many of my videos along with hybridism, and you can fine tune this type of synthetic to perfection if needed. These synthetics are given vital organs, they have blood, they have perfect human responses, empathy, tears, anger, fear, and nobody knows for sure if these ones are lab grown or not. So you might be suspecting and you will never be able to tell that this person doesn't have a mother and father and if the mother and father themselves are not clones. So this type of clone, this type of synthetic, if a synthetic was made and you break into that synthetic's house and two people see you and the clone standing there, you'll be angry That the clone is wearing your face and the clone will be equally angry that you are wearing its face. The clone will swear up and down that you are the clone. You are the fake. It will pull out its wallet and say, I work at Waldorf Astoria. I'm the manager there. What are you talking about? And you might just be a construction worker. They might have stolen your DNA. Does anyone remember the dream where I said that they had taken my DNA And they were trying they had taken it from the hospital i signed disclosure forms at the hospital and i didn't see that the small print allowed them to make third-party sales of things like my blood and other samples that they take from us without us even thinking and the hospital was selling people's dna in those days i said it was so common that nobody even cared that i went to court to fight for my life and that is because they took my dna in that dream and they wanted to make a giant And I said, Lord, who, who's going to be walking around here, gargantua with my face? No way. I went to court to fight for my life. And I said, the courtroom was empty. I was fighting for my right to remain an original one of me. And I was asking God, why is nobody here? And the Lord was showing me the era that you are in. DNA is so commonly used and abused. Nobody cares, Celestial, that you are in here. And it was a hard fight. If God had not helped me, they would have made that creature. So I've said, keep spitting in tubes and sending it to Ancestry.com. Keep playing ball with 23andMe. When you see 57 of you in the future, just know that you signed on to that. Because all those companies have backdoor agreement. And they have third party clauses that most people overlook because they've been Scottish all their lives, but now they suddenly need to know, am I really Scottish or not? Did my parents lie to me? And so you enter into these unknown deals with the devil, these nefarious people that are walking around. And then when someone is sent by the Lord to warn, then people will say, no, it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy until you have 59 brothers out there. It's always funny until it's not. And so, the last synthetics, vital organs, blood, human responses, warming skin, they also carry female eggs and male seed. And that's because they're grown from flesh. Even a brand new baby has all the sexual organs that she needs to be a mother when the time is right. A little boy comes with all the sperm he will ever need to be a dad to reproduce. We come made to be what we are. And so when you grow a clone, that clone is going to come anatomically correct. It's going to come with everything that it needs to be the father of your five boys with no soul. I've shared these things many times in the old prophecies. That there are people, you're the only human being in the house. You've got one wolf and, and, and three mermaid kids. You're the only human being in the house. You're the only person there. And all of them are happy birthday to you, future food. They are all in the house. They all recognize each other. Why? Because spirit recognizes spirit. Things that happen in the spirit realm. I just gave you an example in this prophecy of the the visibly demonized man who triggered the submerged passenger in the other man. The man was fine. When he got off the train, he was twitching. He was twitching. And it's because the other guy triggered that submerged thing to wake up. They were like, hey, long time. How have you been? And I was watching that thing and I was saying, Lord, we're in trouble. We are in trouble. People hear this and they panic. You hear this and you freak out. What about an other alternative? When someone says to you, there is a fire close to you, what do you do? You can panic and it will go bad. Or you can say, for every fire, there's a fire extinguisher. I need to find out where the fire extinguisher is. I need to acquaint myself with the fire extinguishers of the Bible. The Psalm is filled with amazing one-liners to pray against the current evil that we are facing, which is just normal, manageable human evil. And then the future evil, when the psychopaths are getting together at the COP 20 this, and the this and that summit, and preparing a world that is surely coming, how does one preserve themselves? Is it by continuous meltdowns and hopelessness? Or is it by returning to the word of God that has fought and defeated the devil for centuries and always will? So, God has us here on this planet for many reasons, but it is not for us to become the moral guardians of the wicked. So all the sympathizers of the clones, all those who want to know, do they really know who they are? They know who they are. And worse, they know who you are. They know who is weaker. They know all the people walking around without the protection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Everybody happy to see hybrids. The hybrids will be just as happy to see you in the future. Something that has no soul cannot repent. And if its origin, even lightly, is rooted as something that satan made then as a believer you should understand that god will never receive this thing he will never receive it even if it's your child even if you beg for this thing if god will not even receive human sinners who refuse to repent why on earth is god going to take nephilim clones hybrids into his rest is the rest of god for the undead Is the rest of God for the unclean? Or does God not tell us who are in danger of hellfire if we refuse to repent? Cleanse yourselves. Cleanse your robes, O ye sinners. Wash yourselves. Isaiah 1 and 18 and 19. And so... After this magazine cover came down, the dream changed, and I saw that I was out in these beautiful places that just have mountains and blue sky and so much vast expanse of the outdoors, and the sense of where I was seeing the kinds of states and and, um, cities that came to me was like Kentucky, Wyoming, Montana, Maine, that kind of place, where life is just much more open and free. I saw a very handsome man riding along the mountain land with his dog. Thor cheekbones, high cheekbones, nice male face, clean shaven, gray-blue eyes, sandy hair, a nice lean body, a man's man riding a horse along the ridgeline with the mountains so picturesque behind him very early in the morning he was out riding the sky wasn't fully clear yet but i knew it's the kind of day that's just going to be bright clear and beautiful he had a dog with him and god even showed me things about the dog that made me understand what a danger this man is to real people so this handsome farmer and his very nice german shepherd came right to the edge of the ridge line and then they stopped And what God did was he zoomed the dream in from taking in the whole picture, man, mountains, dog, hills, sky, he zoomed it right in to only focus on them. And when the camera of the Lord got close, when it got close in the dream, a lot of information began to flood into me about this man. And I was seeing little pictures, seeing flicks of this man, how he lived and what he was. He was wearing ordinary clothes. He was wearing a blue cross crosshatch shirt, jeans, and sturdy brown boots, but inside this man was this extra shiny metal skeleton that I just spoke of in this video. He had one of those metal skeletons, which means that he was the mid-range synthetic every man created to blend. Humans, please understand, Fellow Christians, please understand, because this thing has been laid on my heart, especially for the young people a long time. So you're out there, and your friend is convincing you to go and get 17 piercings, and telling you, it would be so cool, it's our rebellion phase, and in the future, many people's friends will tell them, let's go and get at least one eye out, and get the Terminator infrared eye put in, because... Let's rebel against our parents. And what many of you don't understand is it will be these creatures leading you to destroy your body so that God will not receive you. They have nothing to lose. There's no heaven to gain for them. We always say there's a, heaven, there's a hell to shun and a heaven to gain. They're not looking forward to anything. And that's because there's no person who knows their ending like a child of Satan, not a human who's gone bad, a satanic creation. There is no person who has nothing to lose like a fallen angel who knows that God told Enoch, I'm never taking them back ever, ever, ever. They have nothing to lose. There's absolutely nothing for a hybrid to lose if it gets you off the narrow path, gets you into smoking, gets you into drinking, gets you into marijuana, gets you into threesomes that hybrid guy in the office that says no let's let's make it a weekend to remember he has nothing to lose because he has no morals to corrupt he can never receive christ jesus you the living human have the ability to have the living jesus inside your temple keeping you walking in the ways of holiness and righteousness but there are many people who are following this mid-level blended crowd to do things that cut them So you'll follow the promiscuous hybrid, and you'll become her little promiscuous human friend. She can't be cut because she's dead, but you will be cut with the iniquity of fornication, jumping from bed to bed. Jumping from bed to bed does nothing to her. You, your soul, will become rotten. And you will slowly start to turn into a decaying temple that will struggle to hear God, will struggle to be obedient to the ways of God, and are at risk of completely casting off everything that your father says, and begin to walk as one of the devil's children. What difference does it make if you're human and disobedient and end up exactly where the hybrid is going to end up? And so this man had a bright metal skeleton in him and all his flesh was bonded to that skeleton. I also saw that he had really complicated wiring in him. He was one of these good quality synthetics, but he wasn't the kind that can make women pregnant. The ones with these metal skeletons that I've seen don't have the ability to make a female pregnant. They can sleep with a woman because they have all the parts, but there's no pregnancy and life being transferred because they are not flesh of flesh. So God showed me clips of this man's life. He always woke up earlier than everyone else because he wasn't ever sleeping. He would lay in bed all night and fold his hands behind his head and he slept on his bed fully dressed or he lay on his bed fully dressed looking at the ceiling all night and waiting until daylight so he could go to work. He went to the main farmhouse every morning with specific staff. So it wasn't all the workers, but like specific staff used to go up to the farmhouse and the farmer's wife would make breakfast for them. He ate with everyone else, but I don't know where the man was putting the food because God had not shown me if he had organs or not. But I did see that every morning he had breakfast in front of everyone else at the long table where all the head farming staff ate, The farmer and his wife were old people, and they truly relied on this man. They were real humans. So after people ate, they would discuss important things at the table, and then all the staff would leave and go about their workday. I saw that this man was exceptionally strong. Whenever the fences broke down, I saw that he was able to pull wooden stakes, I guess those big poles that form part of the fences that surround farmland. He was able to pull these stakes back into alignment by himself but the other workers had to do it in teams of two i saw that he was able to straighten tangled fence wires just with his hands he if an animal ran into the fence wires and messed it up this man was able to yank it back until it became straight and attach it to the next pole just using his hand but i saw that the human workers had to rely on some kind of winching tool to pull tangled wire straight and rewrap it. He didn't use that. As a result, just because he was using his hands and he was so strong, he repaired much more fencing than all the other workers. And in fact, when the workers got tired and they said, we're gonna head back now, this man would say, yeah, maybe just another hour. But then I saw that he would stay there working all night with his dog. I saw that he would make a fire and sit next to it, but I don't know if he needed it because his flesh was not the self-warming kind. And here's something God showed me about the man's dog. The dog loved this man, but the dog could not follow or track this man by smell. The dog could not perceive anything living about this man. So the dog loved him because that's a dog's business. A dog is loyal and the dog's job is to love the master. And not to judge him just because he's not a person so if you're thinking okay we're going to be able to spot them the animals will act weird about them the animal will have no reaction to them because dogs don't react to tables and chairs and your house printer dogs and animals will react around supernatural creatures so a yeti a wendigo uh, a woman who is a mermaid but she's currently in female form and wearing her legs the animal re- will act weird around supernatural creatures but they will not respond to things that are essentially metal computer chips wires rubber and a dog will definitely probably love a clone master because those are human in all respects so god showed me that when this dog was following his master as i had seen them the master is riding on the horse and the dog is loyally following along behind He showed me that the dog was tracking this man on sight if the dog saw the man it went to the man because it recognized his shape not because it could sniff him and tell him apart from other people this is my owner and these are strangers that meant that anytime the man was out of sight of the dog what i saw is that the dog sat and stayed put and it would wait as long as possible until the man came Because once the dog was separated from the man by sight, it was unable to track him. He had no sweat. And I saw that even when he was working like the other workers, it just came like water out of his pores. It had no smell. Now imagine this translated into real life. Programming goes bad and the synthetic becomes a serial killer, a murderer, a rapist. How are the cops going to find a man who breaks into women's homes and rapes them when he leaves no semen? He drops hair, and then they go and they work on the hair. They say, we find traces of hair. And then the Microsoft, the, the microscope says, this hair is plastic. This hair was created by Lever Brothers. What are we going to do in an age like that? How do you track plastic hair, water, sweat, and no semen on a victim? And so this man was the most prized worker on the farm, A farm manager, he seemed, but he did not act high and mighty, and he never lorded over his position above the other workers. He acted just like them. And so everybody really liked this man, and they praised him. And I saw that he spent a lot of time thinking. The Lord didn't show me what he was thinking about, but I saw that when he lay down at night, he was lost in thought. And when he stayed behind to work on the fencing after everyone else had gone, when he was finished, he would make a fire, And he would stare into the fire saying nothing until even the dog would finally get tired and sleep. He was a quiet man, a hard worker, but there was absolutely no life in this man according to the life that God put into Adam. However, in the dream, I felt the word Adam pressed upon my heart. And here's what God showed me about his son, the beauty of his eyes opening for the first time with full awareness of who and what he was the push of life pumping up and down in his chest as spirit. The Lord made me to understand that until the very day that spirit departs from man, man is alive and warm and real man is human. And that is something that no synthetic can ever have. Satan does not know how to create souls until the day of his destruction. He never will. And so everything that he makes is born dead. Let us never forget that. Clone sympathizers. So these clones and the real life synthetics, high quality ones in the rural areas, they sleep with women a lot. God was showing me that there are men who are not men out there in rural America, and they never lack a female in their bed. So let nobody think That these things I talk about are just city problems. God was showing me that the men in the rural areas are highly promiscuous and they make it a point to meet new women all the time. And remember, hybrid and clone and synthetic prophecies and even Nephilim prophecies have stated that they see it as a job. They see it as a work to procreate those who can and to increase their numbers. So they're actively out there sowing their seed into as many human bellies as possible because they want to increase the number of things that are walking around on the earth without a soul. The Lord said or showed me in the dream that there are a lot of pregnant bellies out in those farmlands and the non-urban areas. And they are carrying things that we will only see for what they are when the time for separating the wheat and the tares arrives. To understand the parable, Jesus' parable of tares and wheat, please read Matthew chapter 13, verses 24 to 30. And so this is what the Lord showed me in a dream, that people have risen above their creator to become creators themselves. But under Satan's tutelage, his teaching, All they can make is abominations, clones, synthetics. Anything that you're creating in a factory is something of mass consumption. Each one of us is an original, special, handmade of God. We're not made in factories. I even saw dogs of the future, that they will have this shiny skeleton inside them. I saw non-dogs. They were very sharp and alert. And they looked just like how dogs look on the outside, but they too had the shiny skeleton, metal bones, and these dogs could do everything that a normal dog can do, but more. There's a high production rate of all these things taking place right now, as the Lord showed me as evidenced by the magazine cover. The magazine cover is a representation that the synthetics, the clones, they are being manufactured until they are a tangle, of tens of thousands of thousands and tens of thousands. This is millions and hundreds of millions. Can you factor in those numbers into the existing human population? They are a very vast number among us, and more of them are being made with each minute that the technology of the fallen advances. So don't think that the way the clones used to be in maybe the 50s and 60s, don't think that they look that way now. The technology of the devil is rapidly advancing and it's coming into our world. It's being brought up, up, out to us as, look at this new advancement, look at this new thing, but it actually has a diabolical root This is why you must think 10 and 20 times before you rush to go and try everything that's coming on the market. Not everything is cool. A lot of things will start out cool and they will end in the destruction of people. (sighs) Another prophecy that you can look at is called Hybrids, the End of the Age. Let me give a few names here. A prophecy that you can look at is called The Human-Alien-Hybrid Question. Another one from December, 2020 is called The New Man. And one thing I can mention about that prophecy, because I just happened to be listening to it today. Today is December the 12th, 2023. I saw living dolls um, in the dream that God gave me. And the living dolls were pretty similar to the synthetics, the low-grade ones that I said that men take advantage of them. But these living dolls... They came and they were a kind of companion that a man could order on the internet. This is what God was showing me will happen in the future. But unlike them just being the dead plastic ones that men get now, these dolls were alive. They were living. They could speak to their partner and they had life in them. But the Lord showed me that the life in them was guess who? Demons. Demons will inhabit any empty space any empty space that is capable of life you already know this because jesus cast them out and they went into the pigs the pigs don't have souls the pigs are not people demons are willing to take up habitation in anything and that is because they hate to be driven out to where jesus says the christians should cast them to the empty dry wilderness places the outer darkness they hate to be there and so i saw That because these things were living and they were intended to be companions for men, sort of kind of a a female sex robot for men, demons inhabited them and they were real as real can be. And men were very happy with them. They preferred them. They didn't get pregnant. They wouldn't argue with you. They did everything a real partner would do in the bed. And so men were abandoning human women en masse and going to this thing. But the thing is, God says that once a man would mate with this thing, you've literally joined yourself to a spirit, not the doll, not the plastic shell. You joined yourself to the evil within it. And that creature is no she, it is an it. It will manifest as a she in the doll, the same way that sirens manifest as beautiful women in the dream but if you see their real shape they are demons and the lord says that a man who would join himself to this doll will not get free the thing will own you and rule you and you must know that demons have the ability to greatly corrupt and confuse the human mind when people are taking their lives that depression is a spirit, and it grows and mounts in its power, pulsing, pulsing like the waves of the sea against a person, convincing that person that they have no right to their God-given place on this planet, convincing them that the experiences of the moment are so great that they must succumb because they see no future, they see no hope, so cut it off now. These are spirits, and they can affect this little thing, this little thing, the head with no helmets. You are at risk of suggestions that can take away breath and life. The church of Jesus Christ must be very careful. We are no match for Satan outside of the armor of God. We are no match for the devil aside from the power of God. It is Jesus alone who conquers, this creature that is known as Satan. It is the power of Jesus alone that he will bow to. It is the word of God that he will succumb to, nothing else. And so, this is the prophecy. This is the understanding that Daniel was talking about that they will think to mingle themselves. They have thought it and they have done it and therefore it is up to us to rely on the lord to show us what is the right path to separation and safety in him i'm celestial and this is the master's voice the prophecy you have been listening to is called synthetics warning of a time when a mixing that has already occurred will begin to creep out into mainstream society never forget i said in the prophecy that is called Hybrids. I just mentioned it here. Hybrids, the end of the age. The Lord says that there will be a sudden shift. One minute, we'll be talking about normal things. We'll be talking about politics. We'll be talking about global global warming. We'll be talking about all the human things. The next minute, there's going to be a shift. You will suddenly find that the topics of discussion will be, what are we going to do about these clones? Should we give them economic rights? Should the hybrids be allowed to go to school? The little boy who is part pig and part boy, should he be allowed to learn with the children. In the past, we had human rights. Should the racists integrate? Should black people enter the schools? Well, it's going to be, should the donkey boy and the pig little girl who only want to learn with the children, should they be given the same rights? Should they mingle in the schools? Should they be separate? Should we have hybrid bathrooms? Should the clones marry? The clones look so much like us. I dated one last weekend and he cried. I think he has the same feelings as me. There's going to be a sudden shift. And that's because Satan is tired of hiding. Hear it, Christians. You who think that everything is okay. You who think that the greatest problem we have in the church is pedophile pastors. You do not know the age that is coming. You do not know actually what will trigger the great falling away. When you see the things that will come to test Christian faith, a lot of Christians are going to totally give it up and go Baha'i. You're going to find them in those little orange Swami robes and just saying, I got tired because, you know, I find, I found peace. You will see them. I have already told you in the prophecy that is called the great falling away that God says when people see what we have to endure and what we have to be robust in the face of all the laws that will change all the pedophilia and bestiality that will be legalized when you see it and you haven't flown off anywhere to any clouds. He told me, they will curse me, Celestial. Your father said that if your faith is not strong, if you are planning to faint in the day of adversity, he said, they will curse me when I do not come, when they are expecting. Walk in the Spirit, so as not to fulfill the lusts of the flesh walk in the light so as not to be deceived by this present darkness i am celestial and this is the master's voice prophecy blog the master's voice prophecy blog is a resource created from the prophecies that i have received from my father the lord jesus christ since the year 2012 until now december 2023 The majority of these prophecies are in print, including the one you have just been listening to, Synthetics, April 23, 2022. The Master's Voice Prophecy blog can be found at www.the-masters-voice.com. It is an audio and a visual resource on multiple platforms, podcasts. There are playlists to help you move through the material faster. In truth, God has given you everything you need to bolster your faith and to come into the knowledge of true things. Until I see you again, God bless you, and goodbye.